Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa. And welcome to episode 3.14. I did more of my interpretive dance moves today. Um, check us out on Instagram for what we do while we're <laughs> sitting here. Like, it's always funny every time before we record because we do have to have like a little bit of silence before our intro music cues in. So it's just us sitting here like, like just not doing like anything. staring at each other. Like literally like, eh. And every time now, the interpretive dance moves are coming out. I feel like the past three episodes, though, it's been us collecting ourselves before the episode, or at least it's been me. Because the last I definitely collect myself before. That's why it's like a nice like. Okay, let's go. I guess. I guess it would be the one that was two episodes ago when we recorded on a Friday night. Oh my god, I was so tired. That was. the nutrition now episode yeah i was fucking tired my interpretive dance was me showing i want to go to sleep like i was done but we did it we done did the we damn done thing. did it well welcome back guys we're still continuing on with our wellness now series we have two episodes left of the series which is today's episode and the upcoming sex episode episode which we are actively taking submissions for Please, please, please send us in your questions. We're going to be talking about the importance of sex from a wellness perspective, which we have not done yet. Uh, So we're really excited about that. So if you have any questions or any ideas or stories to share about it, please hit us up on Instagram at Keeping It Together Podcast, or you can email us, keepingittogetherpodcast at gmail.com, or feel free to reach out to Sabrina and myself via our own Insta handles. We have our Insta handles uh, linked in the bio of our podcast Instagram feel free to hit us up there. We always love taking stuff from you guys. It makes our shows so much fun because we're like, oh my God, what are people doing out there? And it's always fun to see um, the similarities in in so many different people. And it reminds us, you know, why we started this thing. Mm-hmm. As a community of people who are doing stuff that felt alone, but uh, you're not really alone. There are so many people out there in the same situation as you. You just don't even know it yet. And that is a huge area of topic for today's discussion that I know we're really excited to talk about. Oh, yeah. But first, Alyssa. Hmm. What's your struggle? Damn, that was good. That was so good, Brett. <laughs> when you know it's good, it's good. Dude, you so, like, I I'm, I pictured <laughs> that scream on the screen right now, the 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 volume levels it just i know oh. it's a, just a whole black I'm line sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it was good we're getting really good and in sync with each other but what's your struggle yeah i can go first i didn't go for it. we didn't well our last struggle last week was again we are also recording before the election and this episode is coming out uh, a week after the election so my struggle will probably be whatever happens after that i don't know what it's gonna be But I think my struggle for today, it definitely relates to today's episode topic um, that we're going to get into soon. But I am having a hard time uh, choosing my times to be social, right? Like a lot of times people forget we're still in a pandemic, but the world is starting to open up a little bit. You can do – there are places where indoor dining is an option. There are places where bars are an option. There are places where – Uh, The whole state, like Florida, is all of a sudden open. And it can be really difficult for me to be on social media and see people out and about doing stuff because I miss it so much. But I also look at them and I'm like, y'all are dumb. This is literally not only is COVID going around, 
it's flu season. Mm-hmm. Seasonal depression is happening, but this is a huge time for people like me who are allergy prone. Like I have seasonal allergies like none other. So I get, I can get sick very easily just by catching a cold or catching something else. Like it's very tough for me right now because I, as much as I do love being home, I miss my social settings. And because of quarantine, I now have to choose the time to be social. And there are times I want to be social, but I can't because I I am not able to. I can't go out to a bar and go and sit Mm -hmm. down and have a drink. I can't just like have a party with all of my friends or throw Mm -hmm. a big banger like we used to when we were in college. And it it really sucks sometimes because, you know, I work from home Monday through Friday. And sometimes now I'm signing on on the weekends because there's so much shit going on. And it can be really debilitating to just literally wake up, work for 10 hours, and then go to bed. And I don't have time to decompress the ways that I normally would decompress. Mm -hmm. So I'm really struggling. And I know it's going to get better. And this past week for me was really, really tough. I had a lot of breakdowns at work um, because it's not just with quarantine. Like I mentioned, seasonal depression is happening. The days are getting shorter. Our light doesn't, you know, the sun doesn't come up until... 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning and the sun sets at like five six o'clock at night so it's dark for a lot longer than what it was and this year seasonal depression has always hit me and i'm a person who already have been diagnosed with depression um this year it's hitting me really really hard because there's just so much packed onto it there's quarantine there's seasonal depression there's the election there's every other social issue out there going on that it's like there's so much heaviness and weight on me that i'm just like upset all the time and i'm frustrated i mean you're you're definitely not alone oh Uh, i know but it's you know so i'm not the only one feeling this it's just this has been the weight of my week lately and this week in particular was really difficult for me to try and pick my social settings Mm -hmm. because i want to be safe you know yeah the holidays are coming up and i want to be around my family yeah i I don't want to be in a position where I can't be with my family. Also, too, the last thing you want right now is to, you know, get a cold or get something like that because... I ain't got time to be sick. You don't got time to be sick like that. And honestly, in my head, like, I'm nervous about getting any kind of cold because having my, you know, um, immunity down like that, you know, that could make me more susceptible to getting COVID. I don't know, but I don't want to put myself in that risk. So I want to keep myself as healthy as possible. It's a risk you don't want to take. So... My struggle is not going to get solved in a day or in two days or in three days. It will take some time. And I'm trying to focus on that. Like, okay, I have felt this way before. This is why it's so heavy and why it's different than before. Mm -hmm. But I've always gotten out of it. And I'm looking at it as like, yes, it might be heavy right now. But I'm eventually going to get out of this funk. I'm Mm -hmm. eventually gonna stop looking at the time and be like oh i made it until 12 30 and then i cried like i'm <laughs> like sometimes that happens and i'm like oh made it till one o'clock today and tiny tear sheds down from my face <laughs> um but it's i'm trying to be positive in the fact that i know it's going to get better eventually no matter what happens i have been in through a lot of different more difficult positions than what's going on now so i'm trying to focus on moving forward yeah so enough of my shit. What's your struggle today? Um, I didn't get to talk about it uh, during the nutrition episode, um, but because this this did happen a couple weeks ago, but it does kind of tie into what we're talking about 
today. Um, I'm struggling with dating right now. Um, you know, I guess technically I shouldn't really be going out and like meeting strangers. Um, you know, so, but okay. So here's, here's what happened. I matched with this guy. How let's call him Chad. Okay. Um, <laughs> like a Chad and Brad. <laughs> Chad. Um, so I met, I matched with Chad on hinge and we started chatting and we were, we were vibing and this was like a Sunday or Monday that we matched and we were vibing. Like we were, we were shooting the shit and we were both able to take it and dish it out. And he had asked me if I wanted to go on a, go get like drinks with him or whatever at this bar across the street from where he lived down in the East village. And I was like, Oh yeah, like sure. Uh, but then he asked me to go, out on like a thursday and i wasn't able to do it because i actually had planned for another date that evening hey. um, and then he had asked me to go that friday and i couldn't because i was supposed to go to dinner with an old friend from college aaron who had, has been on this show before um so i just wasn't able to see him like that same week that i matched with him but it, and it was fine we just kept chatting like things were fine mm -hmm. um that monday rolls around and it was that one monday at the beginning of the month where it was like really just raining like it was terrible out mm -hmm. and i was like oh we're not gonna be able to go sit outside somewhere like i don't know if we're gonna be able to meet up today and he <laughs> He had asked if I wanted to go to his apartment. And normally, Ooh. regardless, first date, I do not go to apartments. I don't, I don't think anybody should for a first date. First That's date, like a recipe no. for disaster. Definitely a recipe for disaster. And as a woman, I'm just keeping myself safe. Full disclosure, this was a six foot two beefy man. All right. So like. And you tiny. And I am the size of a child. So like I need to protect myself. It doesn't matter if I can deadlift the weight of this man. I am still the right. size of a goddamn child. And so also, I have to keep myself safe. So it's also a pandemic. Yes, exactly. The point number two I was going to get to is we're in a pandemic. So of course I'm not going to go to your apartment. If anything, I'm more of a risk for you because I know he was working from home, but I am still going out for work. Right. So the last thing I wanted to do is bring it into his home. Um, so I had I had politely declined. Um, and so he was like, fine. And then we had chatted for the rest of the week. And then that Friday rolled around. And once again, that Friday was raining. Mm -hmm. But at around noon, he had asked me what I was doing that day. And he had asked if I wanted to hang out. And I was like, oh, sure. You know, like, let's, let, let's finally meet up. And... <sighs> He had once again suggested going to his apartment because it was raining. And mm. I had told him, you know, no. Mm -hmm. um, and then we were kind of like chatting and he was like, oh, well, then you're going to you're going to need to plan the next one because you've you've shot me down a couple times. Now. And I'm like, OK, yeah, true. I, I true. I, I, did I say get that. that. But he sh I feel like it's a decline that he should understand yeah so but i mean you know it just the timing didn't work out but i mean that right. friday when i told him no you know what i'm not gonna meet up with you because i was also really fucking tired from the week um i told him pretty early so he could go make other plans like i was being considerate of his time and i had asked him i was like all right what are you doing tomorrow night and he was like oh nothing like i like let's let's meet up tomorrow night and i had suggested you know, let's let's go to a wine bar because we were talking about wine. Mm -hmm. And he great idea, great he segue. Had, he had this point. Uh, <laughs> he at this point snapped. He was like, "I'm not trying to fuck you like that. I'm just not comfortable going to a uh, bar where people are going to be without their masks on." And I was like, "Okay, respectable." But also, when we were originally going to go on that date, 
you wanted to go to the bar. So that that's what was kind of off-putting to me. And but was I, it going to be an outdoor setting? I don't I I don't know. There's at least the option it could have been outdoors. Yeah. So so I was like a little off-put when he kind of snapped like that. It was like 10 o'clock. I knew this boy was probably out or something like that doing something with his friends. So I was like, I understand. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. So then Saturday rolls around and he texts me. And he he asked what kind of wine I liked because he wanted to get wine for his apartment. And I told him straight up. I was like, look, dude, I want to meet you. Like, I want to definitely, you know, uh, right. go on this date with you. But I don't want to go to your apartment. I Yes, lay I, the hammer down. I understand that you're not trying to, quote, fuck me or whatever. Right. Uh, but we are in a pandemic. Like, this is just not what I do for a first date. And, and there should be that respect there. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, I understand your concerns going into a bar. Let's go to an outdoor restaurant. That was the happy medium. There's heaters. If it's a thing about the cold, most places now have outside heaters. So, or there's even like enclosures now. Mm -hmm. So even if it is raining, you're under a covered thing. So what did this man do? This man just straight up ghosted. (gasps) I never heard anything after that text. He ghosted you after all of that? After all of that, he just like ghosted. And I was like, all right, yeah, sure. You're not trying to fuck me. So I went on him. Clearly. I unmatched with him. I was like, you know what? If you really wanted to see me, you would have made that work. So that's the happy medium though, is like, you don't want to be at his apartment. He doesn't want to be in an indoor bar, outdoor dining. Yeah. So right now dating has been a struggle because now we're going into the colder months. Yep. And now we're going into a place where cases are rising. So now I'm like, do I really want to be trying to meet strangers right now? Yeah. But then we're also going into the holidays, that time of year where you want a boo. Um, and there's Isn't that it cuffing season. Isn't that what it's called? It's cuffing season. And oh, so, you know, I'm over that phrase, there's there's that pressure, because once again, I don't want to go home and see family members and have them be like, oh, some reading on that special someone in your life. We can say you have someone here at home. Mm. Listen, no. though, hold on. Hold on. Would you rather have them ask, uh, where's the special someone? Or would you rather have them ask, when are you getting pregnant? Because that's the question I'm getting now is when am I getting married and getting pregnant? I mean, they're both bad. I mean, they're they they still want to go for that extra push of oh you want you want to also have babies because Oof. we'll we'll go to the family functions and um nope. you know all my my parents will play with the young children and then like no. everyone's looking at me like when are you gonna deliver <gasps> and it's like when are you gonna deliver I'm gonna I'm gonna be real like fucking dark here for a second but now the responsibility lies on me uh thanks it's, bro uh it's R.I.P. It, uh but like added, seriously though <laughs> it's an added pressure they're adding to you and it ultimately ties back to the situation we're in of like dating is fucking hard in a pandemic of course i want to date like i am a little lonely i want a special someone and i also have not had sex since march and like i miss it and also too like if you like sabrina you can hit (laughs) us up on our email keeping it together podcast at gmail.com we do take dating submissions for her i do i I am frustrated i do vet them I will vet them. If anybody is interested in her, I am her manager. <laughs> her manager. So, yeah, I am a little frustrated. So, like, this this is a terrible time. And I know I'm not the only single person who's no, going through this right now. And if you are going through this, I am sorry. And you are not alone. And we are going to get through this somehow, some way. But, like, well, now uh, it's like you, it's not just like meeting a stranger. It's 
ultimately having this level of trust that takes time to build up with them of like, are you healthy? Are you like quarantining? Are you getting tested? Like, yeah, because of course, you know, the, you're, the, you you're, were worried about STDs and stuff like that before which we you met a new person. Still be worried about. Of course, we're still worried. Still we are be worried. Still worried. But now there is that threat of this virus. And yes, all right, a lot of people are asymptomatic, but and a lot of people who are getting the terrible effects of it are people who are immunocompromised or they're older or whatever. Right. But there are still cases of people who are our age in their mid twenties who get a nasty case and they end up on a ventilator and they die. And you know, I don't want to take that chance of maybe being one of those people. Ultimately, if you haven't gathered the theme from our struggles, uh, today's episode is about social health and why, Social health is so, so important for our mental and our physical health and our connections to other people because, as you can see from what we're talking about, it's really difficult and it's really fucking hard. Yeah. It's hard to just pick when you can be social because you want to plan out your time in a way that is safe for you and in, mm-hmm. in a way that feels right for you. And especially with dating, like that's really fucking tricky. Like, like I said, like you, old, you're basically having conversations with people you don't even know that normally take time to build up to mm-hmm. you know you're asking them are and you should be asking them i'll phrase it this way you should be asking them have you been quarantining what have you been doing for the last couple of months have you been going out and about and you know are are you taking precautions to be safe mm-hmm. be- because also too another thing that i have to consider is when i go out on you know a day with these people you know i'm i'm not just interacting with them but then i'm bringing that interaction home because yeah. i was around that person so if i pick something up i can bring it home we're now and then more, i don't want to put my roommates in danger we're now more anxious about it than we have been before and it's really really difficult because the anxiety is now not just about other people but it's starting to project itself onto ourselves mm-hmm. and it's starting to make us question our value of who we are because of the people we are around and that's really fucking tough because humans are not supposed to be antisocial. Humans are designed to be social mm-hmm. creatures. We have that innate uh, feature about us. That's I mean, just that's, a thing. that's how it is with a lot of species on this planet is they are found in groups. They travel in groups. They live in groups. And it's not to say social media... Uh, isn't a form of this, but it's not the form that we're talking about here. Like being social is not about being social online. It is about the physical uh, conversations you have with someone, being able to see the mannerisms of somebody. You thrive and bounce off the energy. I mean, in the studio here, we tried to do virtual recordings. Yes, they helped us in the interim because it was a situation, mm-hmm. but like our best recordings that we've had as hosts of this show are in-person mm-hmm. recordings like this right now we well, are we're, feeding off of each other's yes, energy and, and we're yeah we're distanced from each other here we're sitting six feet apart like we're doing everything that we can to still have that social interaction that we need yeah i mean we we need it our brains need it when we don't get those interactions we start to feel 
that lonely, that lost, yes. that exiled kind of feeling. There's because we're science not feeding off this. the energy of others. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. When you don't have sex for a long time, what happens? You ultimately get horny because you're not giving your body those chemicals that it needs. It's not, you're not getting that serotonin boost. You're not getting the stimulation you get from having a physical intimate connection with somebody. It's really fucking tough. Like people are be almost being forced to take a hiatus from sex because of it. I mean, yes. Hello. Look at me. Um, but like, seriously, when, when you have sex with somebody, um, when you cuddle with somebody, when you just have that when you touching hug. interaction, when you hug, your brain releases oxytocin and that just makes you feel good. Just having that interaction. You were telling me the other day when you're having a hard day, you're like, I just need to go be held. And I just instantly understood. Oh yeah. You know, I like literally I literally <laughs> just needed somebody to put their arms around me. Don't like not even talk to me, but I just needed a physical touch. Like one of my love languages is physical touch and physical interaction. Like that's what it is for a lot of people. And it's tough because like I am naturally a social person. Like people have always said I can talk to a fucking wall because I have before by accident. But anyways, that's just like how I'm designed as a person. And I know some other people are not because everybody's brain is different and you need different levels of interaction uh, and you need different levels of serotonin and oxytocin. I get it. But it all really ties back to we do have this innate uh, need of just to be social and to have some sort of interaction. You know, just. OK, so, yes, we are living in a time where we are advised to stay, stay home as much as possible. But that doesn't mean that we can't, like, go to the park. We can't. Be in the sun. Be in the sun. You know, our bodies need vitamin oh, yeah. D. Our bodies need vitamin D. One of so, my one of my coworkers started going to this park during the day. She like puts on a big jacket and a big scarf because it's really cold where she lives right now. But she works from there because she just needs to be outside. So like go outside, go take a walk if you can. Um, you know, I if it's a big store and you're wearing like a mask, maybe go do a little like window shopping. Go to like a little store browse just get yourself out there just see another human being that isn't one that you're living with or on a screen like we're all most people are work from home like myself the humans that i see are through screens and a couple weeks ago i was able to see a couple of my coworkers for the first time since march and it was the most incredible experience that we've all had. And we were like, we don't even know how to interact with each other outside of a screen. Yeah. And it was the first time any of us ever got together. And we did it very safely. But, like, you realize how much you miss that face-to-face, uh, -to -face, person person-to-person interaction. Well, it's interesting that you say you didn't know how to interact. Um, I did a little bit of research before this episode. <gasps> research. Um, and Tell me the research. Um, I found I found this article on some points from the article. I mean, socially isolated people are less able to deal with stressful situations. And this makes sense because you're not... You're not seeing uh, how another person been, works. This is why I've been crying so much and been so stressed. Yeah. <laughs> This is it. Because you, I mean, you haven't been in it around people. And I mean, I was even struggling with this on my first couple weeks back to work and dealing with just the demands of work and the expectations and also being around people again and having to recognize my own reactions to things. You know, I was so used to just being with my parents or talking to people through a screen and dealing with things that way that actually changing it back to 
person person in person mm -hmm. interaction it's a whole different ball game i do want to preface we are not encouraging you to go out and meet a bunch of random people and have all these interactions we are specifically talking about the science behind mm -hmm. all of this right we know there's a pandemic going on. Yes. We want people to be safe. I just want to jump in before people start coming. But you're saying we should go to see all these people. But, 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 but. No. No. If you do, we're advising you to be safe. Wear, Wear a mask. mask. Um, you know, um, if if you want to, go get a COVID test before and after. Oh, yeah. Um, Most places are offering free rapid tests now. Yeah. Check, check with your friends. Ask them what oh, they're yeah. doing. Think of something that you can do. That Speaking. is safe. Maybe you just get together with a couple friends and you go for a walk in the park. You or you go try and do a picnic? a picnic in the park. Um, you know, I know that I suggested going to the store, but maybe like during a low period of the day, like middle of the day when yeah. like nobody's out just to like do something because it's getting cold. Um, but just like a simple suggestion. Now, I'm not saying go do that. Right. If you like don't do, want to do something that do makes you safe and comfortable. Exactly. Do what you're comfortable with. Like, for example, for Thanksgiving this year, we've all decided us, uh, my boyfriend, Kelsey, we're all going to spend it together. And what are we all going to do? We're all going to go get a COVID test before it because we're mm -hmm. going to be traveling to Connecticut for it. Um, for for some celebrations and whatnot and it's you know we're taking the responsibility we need to to have the social health the whole point of this now is like pre-covid times we never really had to worry about this no. right you could just call up a friend and be like hey meet me at this bar now you're almost forced to pick and choose your social situations and it makes it really really difficult for humans to get the same level of social health they need than they could before and it's tough yeah. and so yeah, I mean, going back on, you know, being socially isolated, talking about the situations, but also science has shown that, you know, they're more likely to feel depressed, which we obviously know this, um, but they may have problems processing information and may begin having difficulties with decision-making and memory storage and recall. Yep. I mean, that makes sense if you're doing the same thing every day and you're staring at the same four walls you know when you get into that depressive mm -hmm. state you kind of fall into a place where you're not picking up on everything you're not as aware so of course you're not going to remember everything and of course maybe you're not going to make the best decisions because you're not totally aware of what's right. happening around you um and that is, that is a very oh that's a terrible thing and then to even add on it's to tough. that uh, people who are lonely are also more susceptible to illness. So, oh, great. You know, we're in a place where we have to be indoors. Being indoors is leading us to be lonely and depressed. And when our bodies yeah. get into that zone, our immune defenses are going down and it's making us more likely to be ill. So that presents a whole nother problem in itself. And I mean, these are things that I never really thought about that even when i was looking all this up i was actually kind of surprised and now i feel like even just saying that now i want to give suggestions on how to make you feel happy like at home and trying That's to do things tough. to make you happy at home because i don't want anybody to make themselves more susceptible to be ill right now you know yeah it's it's all to say like this pandemic a lot of people don't look at the mental effects that have happened because of it. We have, unfortunately, the highest suicide rates the country has ever seen. We have the highest cases of mental health the country has seen in a very, very long time. And 
it's tough because, like I said before, we are now forced to choose when we can and can't be social. Um, we should have been doing this before. Don't get me wrong. We should have been. There's a lot of uh, good benefits that have come from it. But from the mental health aspect, it has made it difficult because now people take it personally when somebody says, I can't hang out with you, even though it is nothing personal. Like somebody thinks it's because they don't want you to hang out. It's like, for example, if I were to tell you, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you tomorrow. Sorry. People, are, you would take that as like, oh, what did I do wrong? And it's not to say you did anything wrong, right? And it probably happened with the dude with this date. He probably took it personally of like, oh, she doesn't want to see me. Clearly, it's because of me. And it's like, no, dude, look at the facts. Look at the situation that has been put in front of us. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with who you are as a person. It has everything to do with the situation that we're at in the world. It's very easy in our society to place the value that we have of ourselves and equate it to our socialness. I mean, social media oh, yeah. does not help when you have, you know, these celebrities and these big name people. They, you know, they're doing all this shit. And I mean, even now, look at Kim Kardashian doing the, the island thing and posting about okay, it. Okay, I have a hot take about that. I think people need to lay off her. I think what she did, because this is what's happening. People are having big life moments in their lives. And what I did like about what she posted is said, I realized how privileged my life is and how lucky it is mm -hmm. to be me that I have these access to resources. It's acknowledging that she had the access to resources where I was like, okay, everybody needs to lay off because it's not like she's just showing off what she did and not acknowledging that she is very privileged and lucky to have the money and wealth you do because... I think if you are able to access those resources, you are able to have multiple health screenings. You are able to get multiple COVID mm -hmm. tests. Go and do it. You know, yeah. you're being safe about it. So I think people are scrutinizing her because they are jealous that they don't have the same I mean, money no, yeah. and resources. That's what it all well, comes because, down to. Well, you know, you're sitting at home and you've been home for the seventh month street. And then you're looking at this person who's on a, you know, a nice private island and they're posting out with their family. Yeah. And you're like, damn, I want to go on vacation. And, I, and then and then there you are. You're comparing their experience to your experience. And obviously it's two different You think levels. you're lame. You think you're yeah. anxious. You're, it's just and like. don't don't do that to yourself this is not this is not the time to be doing that to yourself now you got to be kind to yourself because at the end of the day everybody's in yep. the same situation like you may and also social media is just one side to a story yeah, and like, not everybody's posting right now so I, the posts that you are seeing you're seeing those people doing things but that could be just like a small handful out of just like bucket tons of people who aren't doing anything yeah, I mean, I've had to stay off social media. I really can't be on it right now because it is not good for my mental health because I did start putting the value of who I was based on other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I made decisions to live in New York City and live in a smaller apartment and live here. I chose not to live in Florida. I chose not to live in Colorado or California or these other states where more space is available. And these are things that I have to remind myself that my situation is not comparable to somebody else's situation. Cause I have a lot of family and friends back home in Florida and a lot of them are able to go out on a fucking boat and go on the river and drink and have a great day outside and in the sun. They are able to go hiking in a mountain in Colorado or Utah because they have access to a car and they have access to hiking trails. 
I don't have that access. I don't have those resources right now. If mm-hmm. I do, I have to pay to go and get them. Um, so I'm trying to remind myself that because that's where it all comes down to, right? You look at what other people are doing and you're like, why am I not doing that? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? And it's like, we all make choices and we make choices because we want them to be a part of who we are. Like I fucking love New York city. There's a reason I chose to live here. There's Mm -hmm. a reason I made the choice to uproot my life and start my life here and start my adult life here. And I don't want to leave because of that. And it's just a matter of finding new ways to do things, but not comparing what other people are doing to what I'm doing. That's beautifully put. Thanks, man. I know. <laughs> um, I have a couple other things uh, that actually physical outcomes of Ooh. social isolation. Tell me. Um, so give me the research. It's just it's just one little one little snippet. But research has linked social isolation and loneliness to higher risks of for a variety of physical and mental conditions, high blood pressure, mm. heart disease, obesity, a weakened yep. immune system, anxiety, depression, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's d- disease, and even death. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. I mean, but, we all I knew mean, that, though. This, this a makes... lot of these are, like, very... They're, like, things I knew, but I never really put two and two together. It makes, it makes sense, though, um, because I feel like... The feelings of loneliness, I mean, they, they start out as a feeling, they start out as an emotion, and they start to present mm-hmm. themselves as a stressor, and that stressor, you can either develop into that anxiety or that depression, mm-hmm. but stress itself is a killer for the body, Yeah, and so, of course, of course, you're going to get that high blood pressure, because you're stressing out, because yep. you're, you know, alone, you're in social isolation, um, you know, heart disease. I mean, having the high blood pressure, getting that heart disease are kind of all kind of linked. Yeah. I mean, that obesity, if you're socially isolating, you may be coping with your stress by eating. You might be an emotional eater. You might also not be maybe you're not really totally paying attention to what you're eating because you right. are alone. Like I know me personally. When I'm alone, sometimes I am just a disgusting thing and I will eat some really just not good things for me. When you get the talky fingers, that's when I know to step in as a friend. Hi, how are we doing? <laughs> so <laughs> Hands are stained yeah, red. Yeah, because nobody's watching me. Nobody's there to, quote, judge me on my food choices. So there I am eating oh, yeah. like shit. And if I continue that cycle of eating like shit, um it's gonna present itself in other ways it also not only happens when you're alone but like scott and i go through this because we don't judge each other for our choices because sometimes we take those choices together like last night we ate a brownie sundae it was fucking incredible i watched you you two do that (laughs) the bottom of it was fudge then there was ice cream then there was a brownie then there was more ice cream and then ice cream with chocolate like there were chocolate chips in that ice cream and we shared it don't get me wrong but like sometimes you forget that when you do have a partner and a healthy partner, you don't judge each other. You don't judge each other for those choices, but you can go down that same rabbit hole of eating the crap that you shouldn't really be eating. And it's difficult. It's really difficult to get down there and to pull yourself out. It's hard. And it's again, the theme with this entire series is be kind to yourself be with kind it. To yourself. When you recognize you're doing it, stop doing it. Don't I think- continue it. I think it's important to recognize because it's very easy with everything going on to be so consumed with what's going on with you personally and what your 
what you're feeling and you kind of feel like you, you may feel like it's your fault. You may feel like, um, and you're there's, there's that- nothing you can do about it and you need to take a step outside of yourself. Take a look at the bigger picture. Take a look at what's going on in the world. Because right now we are in a very, very unique situation Mm -hmm. where everyone is going through pretty much the same thing um, and having to do the same thing. We are all going through this pandemic together and we are all having to... Don't get me wrong. There's different degrees to it. But Mm -hmm. an, an overarching theme is it's not like you and your neighbor are the only one going through this. Every single city is going through this. People are going through these feelings. And what's even tougher is our coping mechanisms are vastly different now because of it. Where I'm not able to just go to a gym and go work out. And mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult for me to go and do that because that was a huge thing. I can't just go to the ice rink and skate out my frustration. I now have to plan it out. I have to sign a bunch of forms. I have to take a health screening like – it's not as easy for me to go and do my old ones. So what are people doing? They're going to what's easily accessible. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm a stress eater. We've talked about it before. Um, that's where people are going down this rabbit hole of kind of doing that stuff because you can't do the same things you did before. I thought you were going to continue more with that. With no, that I sentence. thought you were about to jump in. No, I was not. Um, Boop, that out. That's that's Okay. That is okay. Anyways, it's a very different time when now we have to rethink our coping mechanisms and we're developing new coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. some which are healthy and some which are not healthy. And but I, again, it's important to be kind, but to also just recognize when they're unhealthy so you can stop them before they continue. And I think I think it's important to talk about this now. I mean, I mean, it's important to talk about it in general, but I think it's important that we're talking about this now because again we are in this unique situation in the world and and also the week that this episode comes out we might know who the president is and that's a scary fucking thing to think about oh god i'm scared we're all scared (laughs) i have anxiety now um (laughs) thanks man um and i lost my train of thought um but i mean at the end of the day a, a nice a nice phrase that i like to remind myself is that in the end it is going to be okay if it is okay if it is not okay it is not the end we got to keep moving you know be kind to yourself but also be honest with yourself and the feelings that you may be having Mm -hmm. you know are are these are these really you know real feelings or these feelings coming out you know from the situation that i that i'm in uh, like the, what's happening in the world are mm-hmm. these feelings coming out because I'm you know comparing myself to others like what is really going on yeah. with me and at the end of the day it is totally okay to talk to someone for help please if you mm-hmm. need to talk to someone there are so many resources out there oh yeah please take it take care of yourself I tell everybody all the time Talk to a therapist if you can, regardless of what you're going through. If you can't afford a therapist, talk to a friend. Talk, talk to, to somebody a friend. you trust, like somebody who's not going to judge you for it. You know, COVID I, unfortunately has put people in financial situations. So if you can't afford a therapist, there are other people out there you can reach out to. I mean, overall, just keeping these feelings inside yourself. I mean, it's it's like a bottle of a, a bottle of pop. You're 
It's all fizzy in there. A bottle of pop. Fuck off. You know what it's like? It's, <laughs> it's when you put a Mentos in a Diet Coke bottle and it just explodes. Yeah, and you're and you're not <sighs> with every single feeling that you have. You're putting more and more Mentos into that bottle, and you're keeping it closed. And there's going to be a point where that top of the bottle it's just going to pop off of all your emotions. And at least talking to somebody about what you're feeling, you're going to get those emotions out. And maybe as you're talking about what you're feeling, you can actually work through what's going on because just hearing the words you can be like oh my god like why am i thinking like that like that's yep. that's not that's not right but just let it out it's okay 100 percent. i think that's an awesome way to end this episode off so thank you for that because that was so well said thank you <laughs> really well said i think that's a great way be kind to yourself. Talk to somebody if you're really feeling down and you're really feeling like you're struggling. And remember, it's okay to pick and choose when you want to be social. It's okay to choose you over somebody else because at the end of the day, we are all we got. Mm -hmm. You wake up with yourself in the morning and you go to bed with yourself at night and you deserve to be happy with that person. And to prioritize that person. Prioritize that person and just you deserve to feel good. Hell yeah, you do. Well, guys, thank you once again for tuning into episode 3.14. We have one more episode of the wellness series before we finish off here again. Next week is going to be our sex episode. We're going to be talking about sex from a wellness perspective. So please, please, please reach out to us if you have questions, if you have stories, if you have any just ideas for things for us to talk about. Hit us up on Instagram, Keeping It Together Podcast, or hit us up at our email, Keeping It Together Podcast at gmail.com. And also, too, if you are a suitor and you find Sabrina really pretty and you want to talk to her, please hit us up at Keeping It Together Podcast at gmail.com or our Instagram. Don't think I was going to forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, once again, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping it together with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for the sex episode.